So this is Tales from the Plantation, Volume 22. We out here. I'm if you can if you can see the faces of everybody. Like wait, what is it? <laughs> if you guys don't know, three out of the four of us on this podcast have cancelled three out of the four have cancelled Kanye. Oh, is that is that is that is that um yeah. him? But our host Can I just can I introduce the podcast? Our host will I've not never literally. even I didn't even I've not even listened to Christian Genius's new music. Can I, yo, can I just introduce this podcast? Tell us for the plantation, volume twenty two. Um we out here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Telson Plantation, Facebook Telson Plantation, Twitter at Plantation Tells. I'm your host, the best host, um, the greatest host in the history of hosting. Um, I think that I think that's you're stretching it. Like, how many, how many so times far? has the best host missed his own podcast? Harry, Mad. Tup, Harry just, Tub- just wondering. Ha- no, please continue. Best host, let me not disturb your flow. Some might say if you were the best host, you wouldn't be phased by the interruptions, but mm. please do go ahead. Some may. <sighs> Harry Tubman, they just made a movie about my wife. Um, <laughs> just came out. Shout out to Cynthia Revo. Really excited um, for that. Still lead, leading you all to freedom. She's controversial. Yeah, I don't know. I, I had mixed reviews about that. Yeah, no, I've heard a few different things. I, I was trying to search for what she said. I still, don't under, I still don't know what it is that this woman said. I don't know. I don't, she, said, she said several things about... I think just she was she was she was tip, chipping in on the argument of whether. Uh, you oh, she probably turn off that heater, by the way, because I'm turn off that heater. Of whether you needed to be from a place to play a character who was from that place. Oh, you mean like the Scarlett Johansson character? Can I play any one or anything or? Exactly. No, it wasn't just that. It was that she'd made comments that were seen by African Americans to be derogatory. So she said something on Twitter and then she put in quote marks insert black ghetto American accent so so then people would have been like and then and you know yep. like hashtag ADOS have been like ADOS the African yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. American of, sense of slaves. slaves yeah yeah <sighs> but that that's, that's my moment. question is, is it can you really like can an, a black British person really be prejudiced against yeah I think yeah. prejudice no but no but I mean not racist no, 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 I mean like saying saying Easily. that though, no but I'm saying saying that though like insert black ghetto American thing here why is that bad because she she's like that yeah, exists yeah. that stereotype exists and she's black so she knows about it no but I mean, she's not saying she's, it's the, it's because the there's, black, there's black ghetto stereotypes from here and if, Ameri- if an American said that about here but why would it be a problem? It's not a positive thing. We knew that the connotations that she's using those, that's not a positive way of it. So Yeah, I think yeah, it's more the it, playing it into the negative stereotypes. Yeah, so what? You can only banter within black people if it's if it's nice. No, no, I what I think it is is I think it's the fact that she almost typecasted American blackness as ghetto-ness. Mm. And I think that's offensive. Did she though? She no, said, I think I'm, she I'm said specifically she actually said. American ghetto. No, but I think she also said, I, I can't remember exactly. Let me just Google what she said. That's I the think, thing. Obviously, if she says something really derogatory, then I'm not here defending but I also, her. But just from that, I'm like, well, maybe she was just having banter. I think there's, has there's a lot American- of sensitivity from black Americans about how they're perceived by other members of the diaspora. And I understand it i do think they can be a bit oversensitive at times they're also multiply is that even the word aren't they hypocritical they're, as well? they're i see hugely, the, I see they're hugely hypocritical i see the same thing both i see the same thing i see it happening both ways to be honest i see it happening more 
African Americans to yeah, to and they are, they are because because like these Americans. About it. Yeah, and it's because in general, sorry, African Americans, Americans in general can be a bit dumb. Sorry, they don't really know any. They don't know anything about anywhere apart from America. I wouldn't. I don't want to say dumb. I want to say they are very. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. Ignorant. Closed. Closed. Limited. Have a limited. Have world a limited worldview. And I think the the reason they have a limited worldview is because America, as a country, is quite insulated. Yeah, insulated, yeah. and they're very insulated and introspective, and they don't think anyone matters apart from outside of their borders. So even when they they do, even when they talk about the history of other people's countries, they always they get it wrong. Like so many times I've looked at what black Americans have said about black British people on on Instagram and I've been like a simple fact check on Google gonna, would rah, have helped rah, this conversation all these, but all you these Brits think they're black all of a sudden yeah. I feel what does that mean? it would be like wait. oh British people have never wait, been wait 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 am I not black according no. to some of them are not <laughs> and even things like that say some things like oh British black people have never been have never been slaves they don't know how they can't portray and I'm like you do know like that a significant proportion of us are from the Caribbean like we are the descendants of slaves too how are you I not aware like, of like, this? Yeah, but they're, they're not. Sorry, I feel compelled to say, I, I don't think all Americans are dumb. That's not what I'm saying. No I'm saying, America, I know, I'm just saying, I'm just clarifying that. that. I'm just, just saying, I just want to make sure that be, I don't get cancelled. Yeah, I'm just saying, well, Americans can be, a bit ign- can be ignorant. That's true. Americans would agree with me, if you're being real. I mean, you've got Trump in the White House, so clearly, <laughs> you can't argue with that, can you? <laughs> you can't um, argue with that. Um, some some might say those those in glass houses shouldn't shouldn't really throw ah, it's true, stones. It's true, it's true. Angie, <laughs> no, but we don't. Know, there's, there's much more white people in we, over here than so, the, some, the balance is different. Some some might say <laughs> some might say you're really splitting hairs here. <laughs> no, but also like okay, so apparently she she dissed Tevin Campbell. So Tevin Campbell's Can name. We talk okay. for a minute, girl. I want to know your name. Whoa, can we? <laughs> Well, I'm, really, nice I'm really, really glad that you did that run to just remind us that we don't actually have Tevin Campbell on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Tevin, Basically. If, Tevin, if you're free and you're looking for a new role. <laughs> to impersonate yourself. Um, she basically said that like his name was suggested as one of the performers for the Aretha Franklin tribute and she basically like dissed him and was like who is e- who even is Tevin Campbell and black Americans are I like, don't know who this she doesn't even is. understand black American <laughs> culture because if she understood black American culture she would know how culturally significant Tevin Campbell is and I'm just like oh, wait on. isn't he okay, the one guys, that a little bit. isn't he the one culturally that significant. with Chrisette Michelle no he's the no, one that sang, he's the one that sang with, sang um, with Ashley Michelle. Banks Tayyana Ali on um uh, 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 Fresh Prince. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just because Happy clearly I didn't read the notes, is this a singing episode? Buttons, you would have known. I don't know, we spoke about this at uh, the time we agreed to actually meet up. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you weren't here. First yeah. of all, I don't know why you're getting at me. Uh, clearly, I am black because I am running on black man's time. Am I here or am I not here? Listen, guys, if you didn't know, she's so much of a diva. She actually messaged in the WhatsApp group. Wait, hold on. I- this isn't one of the topics. Not the point. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> she actually asked physically, oh, can you guys make me a herbal tea? What did she say? Like, no sugar, something or other. She just expected to be here waiting for her. Who does she think she is? Honestly. Anyway. Sorry, it isn't, it isn't a topic. For those that care, I'm currently sitting here with a tea that was ready <laughs> when I arrived. So they can all act up in front of company now. But we know what time it is. However, <laughs> let me just sip on my pre-made tea. <laughs> so what were we saying? Yeah, Tevin Campbell wow. is culturally and this significant. Wow, and this is why I can't do African-American sometimes. Okay. 
Lovey and Jay. This is the, this is part of the reason. They oh, she's from um, what do you call it? Uh, Jesus and Jollof. Yeah, Jesus and Jollof. Lovey and Jay did, a, a, did. She, I think she made some ignorant comments, right? And then she did an open ed piece to like respond to the criticism, whatever. And then a very popular um, like black feminist, African American feminist on Twitter said, "All you had to do was eat your Jollof and hush." Ooh. I'm like that's a deeply prejudiced statement. I'm sorry. Like but, if or is, no, is but it, wait, is she's it, on a podcast called Jesus Jollof, and Your Love. Is it not? No, I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think at the time because this was when was this? 2018. Did they have the podcast? Yes, then? they did. Okay, yeah, they yes, they did. All so, you had to do was eat your Jollof. I'm like, sorry, that's a very I, funny joke. Yeah, I'm laughing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I mean, I don't want to laugh in case I'm missing something. To well, say all you had to do was eat your um, and hush. I feel like if somebody even. said to a black American, all you had to do was eat your fried chicken and hush. Yeah, but if I was on a podcast no, called depends, Fried Chicken and and grits, <laughs> Fried Chicken and Angels, then yeah, but I still think people would. No, 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 no. I still think they would have taken offense. To that. Angels are so dumb. Oh, but the reason I'm saying this, yeah, and that's why I'm I, I'm, I'm saying I don't know. I guess within within the black community. Are we too sensitive towards each other? No? A little bit? Oh, like, can't well, we, can't we, ban- a, can't we yeah, ban to each other? People like, are the thing highly, is, highly sensitive. That the reason I say this saying. is, yeah, and I'm, I say this as someone who actually swore, swore of actually making, um, like, African jokes, because I actually thought about, well, someone said to me, like, the history, and actually, when you do make those African jokes, for some people, it can, it can trigger stuff, because they did use to, like, not say what their surnames were, and, um, I don't know, get, cuss for being African and blah 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 so mm-hmm. I don't make those jokes because I don't want anyone to feel bad but at the same time I'm like I'm looking at this like African American versus British there isn't is there some history that we need I need to be aware of no, that there we have beef there isn't it's just I think this beef is just no, manifested but, on Twitter no, I don't even know where this came from no but I honestly think no this is this is the core of the beef is basically that black British actors are taking are quote unquote taking jobs they African Americans they right. think it's, they it's a big thing like deserve, was it, was it and, Lawrence Fishburne uh, I think it's Samuel, Samuel, Jackson. Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson, who was like, yeah. did we need this Daniel Kaluuya? We did not need Daniel Kaluuya <laughs> to play that role. I'm <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not Daniel. Yeah, they yeah, came, him, they came for the, um, the other... What's his name? What, Samuel Jackson thinks he could have been in Get Out. No, but he was like, this. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was saying he could have been an African American. No, and, an Af- and then somebody was saying, somebody tweeted something. Denzel L. Jackson. Denzel L. Jackson. Spoken like a true Brit. So ignorant. They all look the same. They all sound the same. Yeah, Denzel Washington was basically said something about, oh, it's not black American thing. It's not just a racial experience, it's like a cultural experience. So it's like things like, having a hot comb run through your hair in the morning and your yeah, is getting better. And then somebody's yeah. like, yeah, that's why black British people cut. And I was like, we've used hot combs too. Yeah. And that's why you guys are so ignorant because you don't understand anything about the black British experience. Yeah. Like you genuinely think the only black experience is the American experience and it's not. But I feel like that is, so where did, it's quite interesting to explore where did that come from? Because I feel like we as a society are often forced to focus on the differences and even within our own community to look at those things that separate and divide us rather than the things that are similar. Mm-hmm. So even even if you look at like growing up, if somebody said, if someone called me African, even now if someone called me African, not to the same extent, but 
you know, I am slightly offended. Like, yeah, because in the Caribbean terms, in Caribbean terms, honestly, for someone to call you African or say that you look, if if a Caribbean if person said, told you you look African, African, they're telling you you look ugly. That's literally what they're saying. Like it's in it's, Caribbean, it's not, not anymore. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I that's the coded language I wouldn't articulate of it. that. It that's what they're saying. I wouldn't. If someone says you look African, is that? But I would say that it is offensive. Yeah, they're trying to be offensive. I would like you to know that I am flabbergasted right uh, now. No, really? you're, like, you're lying. I don't realise it was said, that, but we if like, said, lying, if someone said, lying. You, uh, are you Jamaican? You'd be outraged. No, no. he wouldn't. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, because, do you know Damn what? Because the, the actual, the hierarchy <laughs> in terms of, again. the hierarchy <laughs> in terms of, even in terms of, I've had African people say to me, oh, you have Caribbean hair. And we all know what that means. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So even in terms of what we, what you we associate. You back and you say thank you. Yeah, what, what you associate <laughs> what we associate a Caribbean person as looking at is in terms of phenotypically like f- further away from like a West yeah, African yeah, yeah. look so when we were younger and someone said to you you look African they're basically trying to say to you you, ha- you have dark skin you have big lips you have a broad nose yeah. you look like a, a typical field slave yeah that's what they're saying but to I you. think I think when we look at the <laughs> no that's, that's what they're saying to you and it shouldn't be an insult wait wait, wait. hold on hold on hold up, hold up. See, Sunday, no, you didn't but wait. So, no, so like no don't start because we've been <laughs> like so this is this is the genuine thing right like as africans our banter with like caribbeans is always been ah you're going to marry a jamo which is purely more mostly from my uh, they are they're just you know they're not like us and is that is that difference in that they're just not the same it's also that we're seen as less okay, educated like the men are seen as more lot we don't go to uni so I would never in our, <laughs> yeah. in our no so growing up in my circle and I don't know if uh, this is the thing I don't know if I was in nah the you're same lying circle. you're lying you're lying you're lying listen you lot would be like you lot think oh you're gonna marry a Jamaican they're just gonna sit on our smoke weed all day I'll give you the weed stereotype. Those, the weed stereotype, the less educated stereotype. The less educated. Educated. Uh, and, and the baby yeah, yeah, mum. No, so let's let's say that Listen, because the people I went to school with, like I was around my best friend's Jamaican, so I can't. I've wait, never, I've wait, never wait, 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 wait! Tell me you did not. No, it's a, <laughs> tell me you did not. No, what he's trying it to say. Make, it doesn't make sense to him for didn't me in a circle to be yeah. like, no, no, but he's, oh, yeah, he's talking from his personal experience. He's talking from his personal experience. I'm not talking about from my personal experience. I'm talking about generally. Yeah. But, but this is the thing. Generally. So I, I genuinely never came into, like we, we, always, we always bantered it, but it was never a case of, I think my parents would have been more, they would have struggled more if I married a white person than a Jamaican person. Oh yeah, obviously. We're not we're not that far away from you. They're mad people. However, however, what I'm saying is like the the banter was purely just, uh yeah, yeah man, you know this is this is the Jamaican people, and this is as that's as detailed as our banter could get with Jamaicans. I never knew the insults. I've never. Yeah, no, the insult, the insults on me, surface personally. level. Yeah. On surface level, I think it is that. It is, oh, you can't marry an African. Oh, no, you can't marry an African. No, but there's but a deeper thing the to it. coded language behind yeah. that and the historical meanings behind those things that you're saying. Yeah. I, I know, so I... I... <laughs> I can see where I you're coming from. I just think you did. You not deep like think, that. I don't think I ever had it because, like, growing up throughout, like, my first one of my first childminders when I was came here was Guyanese. 
So I I grew up eating dumpling with homemade fudge with all of that. Like and she she basically treated my dad like her son. So like from that point there was not a point that the people Fair. around me in my family. I guess I guess mm-hmm. my overall point was when we look at how we construct our the different identities, the different racial identities of cultures within our community, it's hard especially mm. with all the historical context of slavery and the mm. movements of from whichever to wherever, it's hard to look, it's hard to define what those differences are, especially if you're looking at it from an, an this is going to sound so wrong, but from an American point of view where they do have that sort of quite narrow view of the world and world identities and how that, intersectional identity sort of plays out on a world stage i think for them it's it is hot it's hard i think and also to look at things and to be like mm-hmm. oh well we had a hot comb hmm did anyone else use a hot comb, comb? like yeah. just even simple things like that because they're not visible as well black yeah. people like black americans are so visible to us in terms of tv and movies they're so, they are the most visible visible black identity until recently yeah so essentially like for them, blackness is them. Yeah. And they see everybody else as copying them. And yeah. there's even things like hip hop, they'll be like, oh, all these other people in diaspora want to be like us, but they insult us. And I'm like, they're like, oh, we have hip hop. I'm like, hip hop was historically started by Jamaicans. It's a yeah. fact. But I don't care what you say. That comes like, from the whole thing. That is like, a fact. That comes from the whole thing of Americans just knowing up to the point in their, the point where they did something and never thinking about what happened before it. That's like, what I'm saying. It, so they, because they're, because for them, they're like, oh, hip hop was, hip hop is ours. I'm like, hip hop is yours, but there's nothing in the, in the diaspora that is solely that person, nation. To always, be honest, like Afro beats is, yes, yeah, we acknowledge yeah, it. It's, it's, it's a West African, but there's but so, there's, it takes, there's from, so many so elements it takes so, from reggae. Yeah, it takes from, so it takes from hip hop. Reggae well. takes elements from other things as well. Like, yeah, obviously dance will come. No, like if we yeah. take everything back, everything's coming from together. Cause like, yeah, everything comes back to Africa, but it all circulates. So everything comes from Africa and it comes somewhere else and then it goes back to Africa because we are all descendants of Africans. Like that is, so then you, to separate, yeah, to say that we, to say that you own something in the black diaspora is really weird because it's never worked like that. No. And, and I think, uh, yes, I think, that's it. Yeah. I think it is, it is very, very specifically American. Like, because even within the diaspora, even within the countries that we're all from, whether it's the Caribbean, whether it's Africa, as soon as we travel, we acknowledge and accept yeah. Yeah. that, oh, wow, here's the things I didn't know mm-hmm. and here's where it fits into my gaps in knowledge. And mm-hmm. the similarities. Like, when I went to Brazil, I was so shocked by how similar the food was in some ways in Salvador to a lot of the food that I grew up on that's coming from Jamaica. Like, yeah. the flavours were really similar. But and if then, you think about it, it totally makes sense. Yeah, of course. And then even things from- like, so I found out the other day, like, Aki and Saltfish. Yeah. Didn't come from Jamaica. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, Aki is, is, I don't know if Aki is Wait, what? indigenous to Jamaica. Um, so I think so where did it come salted from? fish. Oh, that's Portugal. Yeah, Spain. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's Spain like Portugal, or Portugal, Spain. somewhere like yeah. that. Cod, um, uh, saltfish fritters is definitely Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I need all, all that. Maybe no. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It does sound a bit mad that Aki. No, I think it was that Aki wasn't from Jamaica. Or even things like things like, but there's certain foods that we have that are very. But planting is though, so relaxing it. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are certain foods that are very plantain, Nigerians um, still eat the what's plantain what's the Ghanaian food the, what is rice and peas in Ghana is it wake aki is wake? native to tropical wache. west africa wache yeah I don't yeah. took the fruit from Jamaica to the royal oh the scientific name honours Captain William Bly who took the fruit yeah. from Jamaica to the royal botanic no 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 but yeah it comes from west africa yeah a lot of the things take it and people Mad. from I didn't know slaves that. from west africa would take um seeds in their hair and they would came right into their hairs and then plant so like if you look at um even if you look at there's people called like food historians food historians who like track the histories of food and if you look at america certain parts of america have certain foods like more predominantly because the slaves came from certain parts of africa yeah so like in louisiana and the deep south i think like some things like okra like it's a very it came like certain countries in West Africa cook it more. And then if you track where the slaves came from, that part of region of America, yeah. they cook that food more. Than, I just, like, yeah, rice. I just remember reading that and thinking, whoa, I can't show my dad that. He'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's what, I, think that's what I can't is, tell him that Aki come from Africa. Can you imagine? But it's like, it's oh this whole gosh, thing. Could, We've created all, these, things. We've created all these divides. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> we just forget our history, man. So mm. all this is to say, shout out to the motherland, Africa. Black man come from near. Black man died here. Ah, shout out to <laughs> shout out to all of us, right? Because yeah. like, regardless of whether you were born in Africa, whether you are born in one of the diasporas, that's what you are, bro. It's what doesn't we matter. Are, it doesn't like, matter how you transpire. It doesn't matter if you think you're better than this or whatever. You are African, and that's not. But I think used to I think there is something interesting to be said about representing the c- culture as we know it on screen yeah i think we can't buttons is right i think buttons is right in that we can't dismiss we can't dismiss the fact that people want their experience like a very specific experience to be represented by people who have that historical experience like so for for a black american to say it's important for me that someone who is a descendant of slaves portrays harriet tubman i get that for me, I feel like a Caribbean person could also do that, seeing as we have slavery in our history in exactly mm. the same way. Okay, but what, okay, but what about if it was Nanny of the Maroons? Understand. Huh? If it was Nanny of the Maroons, would you have a problem with an African-American playing that? Um, I probably wouldn't, but I'm saying I don't feel like as, as Caribbean as Africans. I don't think we're as, not even just attached, I don't think we're as possessive over our heroes as black Americans are. I just don't think yeah. we are. I don't care if Nanny of the Maroons of the, of the Maroons is portrayed, is portrayed by I'm portrayed by someone black. I don't know if portrayed by someone black. I'm talking yeah, about and black people are working behind the camera as well. Yeah, and I just don't really care who black person the story. Black, but, black but respectful in terms of doing the work to get the accent. Yeah. Right. That's, that's that's the other thing. Yeah. Because if a black there's no, yeah. there's no Luke Cage and then man. Yeah, Luke Cage. That Jamaican no one knows trash. where it came from. Oh my gosh, um, I forgot about that. Not just that, but like yeah. not knowing the difference between a Bayesian accent and, and a, a Jamaican yeah, accent. I hate that where are you so from? much. I'm from Barbados, man. <laughs> where are you from? That was, actually, that was actually better than most of the box. Like, I know, this is the problem because I was like, oh wait, no. That yeah, I think that was actually slightly <laughs> yeah. Bayesian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, and that's the thing. They have they put no respect on any of our islands at all. Yeah. It's always a generic Caribbean accent. It's always a generic well it's a Nigerian accent. It's always also yeah. South African. It's a generic it's, it's, African, it's African accent. African. It's, it's a literally- generic African. You don't really know where I'm from, but <laughs> It's, like, it's literally it's yeah. Angry, I think though. that was really good. That was an African accent. Yeah, be, <laughs> be, be African. That is a, that was that it. Is literally, what that it is. is the African so accent. Like, that why, I like. why do you expect everybody else to put so much respect you know on your name? Guys, why you don't put any respect on anybody else's name? Now. Do you not think this is mad? 
Like, you think about f- French and Spanish, like, they wouldn't have it. No. There's no way French, Spanish, and Italians would ever have anything like, oh, oh my gosh, we just yes. have the same generic the I same was generic in Paris accent. the other day, no, and literally, fairness. I I mean, my French isn't great, but you speak French to a French person, and they literally look at you with such disgust and reply yeah, they English. Do. Yeah. But, but equally, <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, I don't actually think Americans give any much more. No, 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 but what I mean, no, um, but at the same time, they're not gonna like. I'm just saying, even for just from a European, like we have clear demarcations when we like everybody else in the world looks at Europe and sees the clear demarcations yeah, between, between French, French, Spanish, French, yeah. Spanish, Italian, everything. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to Africa, like or man, even man, even make a distinction between like West, West Africa and, East and, Africa. and South yeah. or yeah. East. But really, even between West Africa, like even like because really, when we look at it, Nigeria is really not supposed to like. Exist. There's it's, yeah. There's there's like yeah. so many different tribes within it. Yeah, it, it's like how many different countries anyway. But we just look at them all as like oh, it's just the it's same. Just, it's just a generic West African accent. Like we might distinguish between Western South Africa and East Africa, but maybe not. And when I, I I'll give them Western South. I guarantee you there isn't. A, you know what? That's too too broad. There are not going to be that many actors who could tell you what an East African accent sounds like. Yeah, hardly. Mm. Do you know honest, what? I'm do you know what? Also, the problem is, and this is also me checking myself because as a viewer, I ain't got a Scooby. Really? <laughs> I think I do. I, a maybe it's what? You look like well, the, the Zims. Really? The Zims. No, you do. No, you do. I definitely West know my South, South African. Zim, yeah. Zambia, Somalia. Like a South Ethiopia. African yeah. accent, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. very distinctive. Together, we're coming together. If I was watching a film and they were like talking like that and then said, Yeah, I'm from Nigeria, it would take me a good couple of minutes to be like, Something's not quite right, but I can't really put my finger on it. Really? No. Really? But then maybe, maybe, that just says, maybe that just means no, you okay, haven't had come into South, contact with South that Africa many. and Nigeria, that's an extreme. Yeah. But if you pick I'm like, South, well, you, mean if you, you pick like Angola and um, um and Cameroon, I, yeah, I've yeah. got no idea. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. If it was like Cameroon, like, Congo, if, if it's know. not, like, I would say, I would say, I have high exposure to South African, like, Z- 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 Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Ghanaian, Ghanaian, and Nigerian. Those and then yeah. probably like, like Kenyans as well. Probably like Kenyans, Somalians, Sudanese. I can pick out a Sudanese person now from like a mile off. No, I couldn't do that. I can. Like yeah. that's the thing. A lot, a lot of the I'll things pick that my we mile off. <laughs> <laughs> I see why I'm a mile off. Honestly, I saw Sudanese people go around the street. I put them in my car. I was like, you. If I'm not mistaken, I reckon South. <laughs> <laughs> it's true I definitely think I can yeah I I don't know like and that's that's is that on me is that on I think it's what you've been exposed to presentations to me I don't know yeah it's just what you've been exposed to I've worked with a lot of Sudanese people so now because I'm sure there might be because I'm sure there's there's Africans that wouldn't having said that having said that even though if I if I knew I know in my head whether I can place you or not if I can't place you I'm not going to try yeah 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 and I'm not going to be like Look at you, and then it's what, one thing I hate. Yeah, look at you and be like. So I took my honeymoon in Jamaica, and it's just like. But just don't do that. I hate that. Do you know how many different like, countries I've been called? In that the past is one six thing months? that I would never do. Like if I thought somebody was from Ethiopia, even if I thought someone was from Ethiopia, and I said, "Oh, like where are you from?" Mm. and they said North London, I'd be like, "Cool." 
<laughs> you just keep it moving from there cool a good uh, day sir <laughs> do you know i feel like we've uh, this was i haven't even finished the intro you know so that was just me i'm harry tubman so do you know what <laughs> going back to no but going back to the original point you made of being a good host no one knew that you hadn't finished the intro until just now when you outed you yourself out, really? see what a good host would have done is just kept it moving quickly but hey ho just saying <clears throat> wow do you want to introduce it, yourself sipping now? Sipping my pre-made tea. Do you wanna... Hi, I'm Buttons. I'm back. Um, and I'm sipping a pre-made tea. <laughs> I can't do it. Clink, clink. I'm Nezzy. You can find me on um, no socials. Even though she confessed to having socials on the last episode. Uh, I'm Tunde. Uh, you can find me on TFTP underscore Tunde on Twitter and Instagram. Uh I've been I've been slightly under social recently, but we're gonna pick that back up soon. Um, obviously, I know that you guys are used to hearing my voice as the host now, but I thought I'd let someone else get a chance, kind of build up his oh, thanks, uh, confidence. Mate. Oh yeah, yeah. Cheers, I, I, mate. I've really got, appreciate. I've got you, mate. I've oh, got you. Right, so development. <laughs> so one of the things I want to talk about today was a uh, what gone. I just thought of something. Go on. What? I want to talk about the Oscars. The Oscars? I like that. You're going to need to clarify what about. Yeah. Them. Who named Oscar and what So, for? the Oscars <laughs> Best International Film Category. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Because yeah, 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 yeah. that, like, actually follows on from what we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. In films and presentations on screen. Yeah. So obviously you're still the host but for those that don't know um <laughs> the oscars best international film category and other category nominations were all announced and what was even the movie called actually Lionheart. yeah Lionheart, which is the story of a lion looking at our resident nigerian wow okay like <laughs> Lionheart was a film released Lion? on what? About Netflix. lions in Nigeria, was it? Wow. <laughs> was a film released on Netflix, one of the first like major Nollywood Netflix collaborations, uh, which focused on a young woman. Uh, played I was thinking by two sentences, but I like him on you, You'll get it. Uh, played by Genevieve, who's one of Nollywood's like, biggest actor, actresses. Um, and her family's transport business and kind of how she overcomes her own doubts, her own limitations to actually be, you know, spoiler alert, but too bad it's on Netflix, um, be named as the CEO of her, uh, of this company uh, as a result of her dad's ill health. So it was originally, so they submitted it as part of the best international um, category. Yep. It was nominated. Yes. And then it was they retracted the Oscars retracted the nomination because it didn't meet the international guidelines. And that's because was it more than half of the film was in English, English as opposed to a foreign, an, a foreign um, it's essentially it's international language. language. So it's essentially punishing the colonized for being colonized. So yeah, there were, <laughs> it's about, it's about 25% spoken in Igbo. So there are still uh, subtitles yeah. needed. Oh, there is actually Igbo dialogue. Yeah, yeah. There's a good chunk of it. Like one of the one of the main jokes in it that leads to a relationship being built is where 
business is being dealt between someone from, I believe it's from the Delta state who doesn't speak Igbo, doing business with a Igbo tradesman who was trying to con him. And then someone translated, saved them, and they built that relationship off the back of it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually, it's a bump because Nigeria's national language is English. So... Yeah. So, is it, but so according to their rules, it says that films in this category, formerly best foreign language film, must have a predominantly non-English dialogue track. See, what so I according think... So according, according to the rules... They did have to throw it out. So really, the the problem is actually the categories. Yeah, not not the because uh, what I want to know is they can't they should if they let it slide then what well, I, they, they should but they, they should, should let the it slide. And what I want to know is why when they when it changed from foreign language film to international film yeah that yeah. Rule didn't change because because the title doesn't make sense then yeah with, with what it is international film yeah I think it's more uh, I've got two I've got two sorts that are like competing to get out at once but i think it's it's definitely the rules around how we these social constructs that we created like even the even the language of or the calling it a foreign language we need to in today's multicultural society that still doesn't that doesn't stand anymore i don't think the term foreign controversially is something that we should be using or playing into anymore uh, and i because i think what it does is it again others anything that's non-white and i'm point. just really conscious of dead in that whole mm-hmm. yeah so i, w- I would challenge if a, then if it is going to be a foreign category no no, that, I would, no i'm no, saying if, get rid of no, no, but yeah. I'm saying, if it was going to stay that way yeah if it were to stay that way then British films, so British produced films, should also be included in that category. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because if, if foreign, if foreign, because foreign, even Oscars were originated in the US. Yeah, yeah. if the, Aca- the Academy British, is if, an American constitution, yeah, that's why yeah. we have the. Bankers. If foreign means foreign, yeah. it doesn't mean non-white. <laughs> well, it means foreign. Yeah. If they mean if they want to if they want to call it third world film category, which is what they they obviously feel they mean. Well, yeah, which is clearly what they, they mean. mean. They then mean call it, then say. just say with your chest and call it third yeah. world film category. But hold, hold developing on, hold nation on. So the Oscars. They are, according to the, according to Wikipedia, they're awards for artistic and technical merit in the film industry. What? The, uh, the awards are an international recognition of excellence in cinematic achievements. Places mm-hmm. we stole from. Category. So if it's yeah. if it's an international recognition of excellence in cinematic achievements, then as, it's as not, a whole, which yeah, well, which is which should be, yeah, but then surely it should just mean that this Lionheart should be eligible. For, for, so for it is that. eligible for every other category, right? It, it is. It's just not eligible for this one. Correct. No, but, but with 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 nomination with, with um award entries, like once you you pay per submission, obviously, but then once you've submitted into one category, like one submissions of clothes, that's it. So yeah. if they wanted to submit into all the other categories, which I think they just they probably have, didn't think. Well, they just probably didn't so think they had a shot about, because, yeah. they didn't, because it wasn't because like they know, one of the because ones they, they wouldn't they wouldn't no, on have had that, a shot. You know they wouldn't. Know. Ju- yeah. You know who's on the panels, like. Yeah, it's basically really? dread because it's like the one. It's like the one thing that you thought, okay, maybe we can win this bit because we know no one yeah. else is going to try and give us a shot. And, and the one bit that they did is like, oh, like, you're, you've been expensive. colonized, so you can't actually. It just seems dread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just dread. And let's face it, Lionheart only happened because Netflix came in for it. Yeah, like it's, that's the only reason we're aware of it. Although I confess, it's still on my to watch. I've not watched it. It's, 
Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Lion. Uh, not Lionheart. Sorry, I'm not a big fan of Nollywood. Uh-huh. Lionheart was I love brilliant. Nollywood. Was it? Lionheart was really well produced. Like the set design was brilliant. The the costume fantastic. I uh, must say, controversially, these are not things Nollywood are known for. Exactly, it's not, and they put. T- <laughs> if she's not, she's not wrong. She's not, like, I'm, not, I'm not trying. To, I'm not actually lying. not making a joke. Like, no, it's true. I love Nollywood because it's hilarious. Yeah, but that's the but equally it's hilarious and stuff that shouldn't be hilarious. Equally, yeah. I love Bollywood because it's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not. I, I think some sometimes. So we look on these things and we're like, actually, the stage the stage production isn't like a hundred percent. It's not a slick finish, all of that. But I think when you you be, these things, I, I actually don't like it now that they've. If, if they started producing more films like Lionheart, obviously it's good for the culture and I support it and everything like that, but you have moved so far away from quintessentially what Nollywood was no, about. No, so, and- so I disagree, right? Nollywood is the way it is because of funding. They don't have the money to do what they want to do. So but I feel like they embrace that. Exactly. So they make do with the best they can, but now they can do better. So they have more. So now they do better. Yeah, that's like, just how yeah. it is. I feel like there's a, the Nollywood. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've not seen a lot of Nollywood films, but I did watch like this. Oh, I'll send this you MTV some. series called Sugar. I don't know Sugar. It was like a. It was like a Nollywood. It was like a series, and the acting on it was actually I thought was good. Yeah. So like I could see that if they had the money uh, and the yeah. range to do what they wanted to do, they could have made a great... Yeah, they've, they've got the actors, they've got the storytellers, right? Because let's I mean, they do it, have the actors and the storytellers. And it's just, it's just to have the money mm. to be able to put on the same quality. Like, yeah. to have, to not have to... Because like, a lot of Nollywood at the moment is basically filmed just in locations where you can find someone's house that is big enough to use and it's the same one that will be used over and over again. Oh, for goodness sakes. Why are you running? Why are you running? running? (laughs) Um, I literally thought you were taking a call and that was your ringtone. And I was looking at you like, outrageous. um, (laughs) No, and like I say, I'm I'm not a big fan of Nollywood because, yeah, I, I think they could equally just as well, like, take time and, do and pull up the money mm. and do better you don't, you don't like, want to like, be known for a joke thing yeah. because when you actually have because at the end of the day there's probably there's serious actors in Nigeria and in in uh, some of these uh, these other African countries these um, West African countries who are like well we can do we can actually do things better they don't yeah. want to just be known for a joke thing they want to eventually exactly. like which, they which want to be winning awards which, yeah, which is why Genevieve to. kind of took it like Genevieve is far and away what like she is on a whole nother level in terms of her ability. Mm. If she really wanted to leave Nollywood behind and go for done. Hollywood, she could have. But she's trying to... But she, yeah, she stayed and she's building up her people. The, the majority of the I people who were that. in it were like established Nollywood actors. The reason why I think it did so well amongst Nigerians is because it was like, oh, I, not only do I know who Genevieve is, I know this actor, I know this actor, mm. I know these. It, and it's a similar thing to how Hollywood works in that they cast the big dons to make the blockbusters. Mm. And this was this was the first real, in my opinion, first real proper Nigerian Nollywood uh, blockbuster. And this is the, and the problem is now, this is this is what they do, right? Because if they were to say like, oh no, we can nominate in another category now, 
if it won, you'd just be like, oh, well, it won because it was a diversity pick, blah, blah, blah. So they basically just made it into a deal now. That's the problem. So I'm just looking at the stats. Apparently, 11.2% of nominees have been non-white, um, with the rate of winners being even more polarizing. But yeah, check this out. Yeah, obviously, that's that out, the though. whole, like, Oscars so white Yeah, but, like, more, I didn't know this. Year. More white actresses have won Oscars for yellow-faced portrayals of Asian characters than actual Asian actresses. Yeah. That is insane. So that's mental. But wait, Sand- 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 oh, Johnson as well. Sandra Oh was the first Asian woman to win an Emmy for a leading role. Yeah. In however long, like this, this isn't surprising, yeah, because is. yellow face and black face did not end that long ago. Well, I, think I was, I was ghost, doing it. Ghost in the old. Shell, Scarlett Johansson's Ghost in the Shell was what start of this decade. Mm. Yeah, Scarlett. Ah, oh, anyway, Scarlett Johansson's a mess. That woman's a shambles. Anyway, um, we have a lot of interesting other story. I once um, should I say this on the podcast? Yeah, oh, I once. <laughs> That's always a bad sign. I was talking to this guy. Um, oh, no. And like, when he asked, I know, wait, I asked him, <laughs> I asked him who his ideal woman was or like his celebrity crush. And he said, Scarlett Johansson. And that should have been my cue. Not going to lie. To Jeez. leave. Buff though. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm so the opposite of Scarlett Johansson. Like in every yeah, way. Yeah, that, 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 that can't be that can't, like if that's your ideal woman. No, nah, but it can't Hansen. be though. If you, if someone was to put you on the spot and say instant celebrity crush, I'm not my first like the first one that comes pops into my head to be honest is Beyonce. To be honest, I'd, I'd go more Rihanna, but I see where you're going. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't. You don't and also, aren't you aware of your audience? I'd be like Beyonce, then I'd be like Lisa Ray McCoy, then I'd be like Nia Long, then I'd be like Halle Berry, then I'd be like, hey, listen. But Regina King. Regina King. Do you know what I'm saying? But Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson no, is not you, on that if list. If you were talking to... If someone specifically said my white... Who's your white celebrity Yeah, your white celebrity crush. Yeah, if you said white, I would be I'll like... I'd be Angelina Jolie probably, probably before Angelina that. Angelina before... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if you were talking to a dark... Just Mariah? Mariah? Huh? Mariah? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe Mariah. Yeah, Mariah's not white. Definitely not Kira Knightley. She's just not... Mm, no, Do you say Mariah? Mariah Carey's not white. I know, but, you know, she's white presenting. Yeah. Okay. Or like J-Lo... Well, she's not black. Okay, can we... This is not the point. I enjoyed this game. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> also, you guys put some like very generic. Anyway, um, but they're buff. They're so. buff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't put Serena on there. Serena. Serena's like yes. really. Serena's like Serena, Serena here. Williams. A man said Serena. Who? If no, I say to a black person, I Serena, there's only one Serena, bro. There's not any others. Yeah, who? She's buff, man. I thought you were still on your naming white celebrities. Oh, right, fair, fair. What's, what's D Wade's wife called again? Gabrielle. Ooh. Who? Gabrielle Union. She did. She remade her Bring It On uh, like okay. outfit for Halloween this year. My God. She looked the same. It's like, praise Jesus. <laughs> hey. An interesting Those fact, jeans. she has a parrot umbilical hernia. You said interesting <laughs> fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Also, that you can see in her serious pick. Yuande is actually buff. And Lupita. And they're, they're, they're going to seem like generic, but they actually Lupita's are buff. buff. They're just, they are just, Lupita's, they are just buff. Lupita's very, just I think Lupita's very pretty. She's definitely, from I what I've seen of Yuande, she's buff. I'm not, I'm honestly, the whole last three them. and a half minutes have been a whirlwind. I'd like to move on. <laughs> Guys, I decided I'm not going to discuss women's attractiveness because I actually think I shouldn't do it. Yes, I agree. Anyway, my point was, if you're talking, there are several names you mentioned which are outright lies. 
Wow. Name them right now. Name them right now. Name them right now. If one of those names is Serena, the the podcast ends. I'm not gonna call them out. I think Serena's actually got she's got a great body. I'm not gonna call them out, but I'm just gonna say Actually Absolutely I see your life. Yeah, still a great body. I, but I, I, I don't think as a black woman, I don't like to comment. I'm deciding I'm not going to publicly comment on other black women's attractiveness because I honestly feel like the whole thing about rating women according to Alex is just a bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's that's 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 it. It's not rating. I don't want to. It's appreciating it's, God's creation. No, no, I'm it's saying if I disagree, if I disagree, yeah, yeah, if I disagree things, that a woman's attractive, I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, just keep it moving. Just know that's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah, like Lucky everyone's entitled to like what they like. like. My point that's was, is I why like. would you talk to, why would you be talking to a black woman and... I mean, it's just got an answer, yeah. It's just weird. That was weird. It's not I'm insecure. But the thing is, if I said to him, what is, is your white celebrity crush? And he says, Scarlett Johansson. I'd have had no problem. It's just like, ask for your ideal woman and you said, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, that's like, an L. I was like, what's that? <laughs> that's an L. That was just that like weird to me. That is a massive L. How long ago was this? How long ago was this? No, whoa, whoa, hold up, hold no, up. No, no, I'm, I'm just trying, don't worry, I'll get to a point. Uh, How long ago was this? A couple years ago. Interesting. Because I feel like as teenagers growing up, if you're only watching mainstream Hollywood yeah. films, then you can kind of go, oh yeah, yeah, I, I only really know Scarlett, Angelina. I yeah. I, I used to think, I thought Jessica Simpson was good looking. She is good looking. She is a good looking. Do you know what? Girl. But then I got bunted by my girlfriend <laughs> about this. I got absolutely bunt a fire about this. No, she is, in, in the Dukes of Hazard, yeah. she looks alright. But be, the way no, she's going, the way she be, was going on was if I was saying something crazy. Be completely realistic. In those days, no one's <laughs> getting <Button's> face. <laughs> no one's getting no one's getting cast when you can't act because she can't act. No, she can act. So clearly, the only reason she was in it was because she was attractive. Just because it was attractive in a <laughs> in a. American <laughs> white girl, right? face mean, right now. Buttons could not look more disgusted. But that's 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 the only reason why I, I could to name check. some of the names you named earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. Anyway, let's let's let's, let's Anyway, let's, can we move on from yeah, let's objectifying? Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, 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 yeah let's, let's move on. From it's not objectifying. It's appreciating. Can we anyway, move on from we didn't get to make we didn't make by their physical appearance? You can go ahead. Be my guest. You may. I'll put someone there for you. Morris Chestnut. That was the first name I was going for. Michael B. Jordan. I don't like Michael B. Jordan. Um, what's the dude from 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 Any, Greenleaf? Anyone who's colorist, you can take off the list because they're instantly Which dude Milo from and Greenleaf? No, guys. What, Jason? Basically, if they were in if they were in any of the best man movies. Yeah, to be fair, best, yeah, man, best man movies. The worst. Tadics. Tadics. I used to love Tadics. Michael Ealy. Someone say Michael Ealy. Michael Ealy. Michael Ealy. Someone say Amari Hardwick, but when he's not dancing. Amari Hardwick. When he's not dancing and like not with his wife. Yeah, so Amari Hardwick and those kind of men are the ones I'm like, you know what? If Amari came up to me and was like, yo... I got chatted up by Amari Hardwick. I got chatted up by Michael Ely. I'm just like, fair. You can't say nothing. You can't say nothing. What do I say to that? Morris Chestnut is my number one and has always been. You can't even fight Morris Chestnut. You can't say anything. What about Will Smith? Old Will Smith. I like Will Smith. Really? Will Smith is just too... I just can't see him in that way. No, I do. He's like a bigger brother from Fresh Prince. Yeah, he's just a bit... I don't know. He's funny, but he doesn't... The thing is... I could also see... I think he has an appeal to him. He does No, there is... There's... No, I can see how people like him. Definitely more than a lot. No, definitely. I can definitely see it. I'm just saying, for me, it doesn't do it. But I'm very much... I'm very much... I used to love Mark Lamont Hill. If we talk about Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Lamont Hill is like a, 
intellectual oh, that and news reader. Oh, I used to think, oh, Jay Boog from BTK was like my, my teenage crush. I love me some Jay Boog. To be fair, my teenage crush was Usher. What about Usher? Usher, I was like... <laughs> I think LL Cool J is good. LL Cool J is good. LL Cool J is so good looking. LL Cool J is the stereotypical 90s sweet boy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, every every other word from LL was. Yeah. <laughs> You guys could have seen it. I loved LL Cool J back in the day. LL Cool J is cute. No. 50 Cent? Do you know what I don't understand? No. Oh, gosh. 50 Cent couldn't speak properly. Like every time I every time I saw Fifty Cent, I just thought. Do you know what's most unattractive about Fifty Cent? That he's a complete fool. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you better not let him hear this. And he start trolling us. And he'll think he's done. That I can be like. He'll buy tickets to our first live show. (laughs) 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 Buy all the seats and then no one turn up. All right, that was a mad detour. But while on the subject of 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 uh, good looking uh, black celebrities. <laughs> Ti. Oh my gosh! I don't. That was a weak segue because it made no sense. <laughs> made no the sense. The worst thing is, I didn't know which of the topics that was going to. I was like, "It's all Smack Nation." Good looking. Yeah, you know, Pasta Toby. That is not in such shade. It's Pasta Toby. But also said what I said. Oh my guys, that droopy. Oh, I hate him so much. Anyway, Ti. Wait, so where we going? Ti. Read what he said. So, I mean, this was like one of the... And someone needs to take away his thesaurus from him. No, wait, wait, wait. Can we do... Uh, Exp- expeditiously. Expeditiously. Dear. <laughs> 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 I was like, you know... Oh, my days. He's at home with a thesaurus and like, first, what words First and use? foremost, I can see three people with their phones. And so, realistically, one person should have their phone and be drawing for the quote because we have an official reader. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, awkward! Were you just texting? Yeah, <laughs> wasn't even paying attention. He was messaging Bay. Wow. Uh, no, to be fair, I was looking. I was trying to remember no, what no songs Ti really. sung. Why is he famous? It. Uh, yes, please. Apparently, he invented trap music. Yeah, he did. Gosh. He invented what? Trap, trap music. music. Well, he coined the phrase trap music. Trap. Because he is a frequenter of trap houses. Okay. I don't what? even know what. I don't even know what. Let's just get this kick me. Oh, on. Let's move on. Let's I don't move want on. a mediocre. So, I don't want a mediocre. Hey, I don't want uh, a mediocre. Not. Not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her heart. So wait, just to clarify, what are you actually talking about right now? This is Ti. This is his comments. He about was who? About his daughter Deja Harris. How old is she? 18 years old. Keep that in mind. 18 years old. You so can have whatever was, you like. He was on the Ladies Like Us podcast talking about sex education for his children. He said, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Yes, I go with her. I will say as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. Pause, 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 pause. How long ago was she 18? I'm joking. <laughs> Drake. Actually, no, no, continue. You right there, Drake? <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, ah! let's continue, let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. I hate you. <laughs> uh, so while he acknowledged that a woman's hymen can be broken outside of sexual activity, he countered by saying, 
So then they come and say, well, I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken, like bike riding, athletics, horseback, horseback riding, and just other forms of athletic physical activity. So I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. Wow. The comments have since been edited out of the podcast. I personally feel like that's one of the most mental things I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Personally, personally like I, I, I was actually, I don't know, I was literally shocked. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, 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 yeah, I was. I so was his his speech is that like after that I was like, that's your speech that she yeah, like she doesn't play those sports. Like, how could you? Why is he checking his daughter's hymen? This is my question. Just whenever, why would he be checking it? No, but on the flip, flip if it. you've got an open and honest relationship with your if you're a parent and you've got an open honest mm-hmm. relationship with your child you don't need to check and you're hymen. having those conversations if your child was sick you take them to the doctors you do attend, go to the doctors with your children but she's, she's not so, sick she weren't sick though so yeah, yeah, but check it's, a, it's a routine okay. checkup or whatever but, why would he but it's not a routine checkup about her, her health her, it's a routine checkup about her, her vajayjay to the and I'm sure he's not being as um, provocative as he is for this in this public performance or whatever. I'm sure it's a very open and honest conversation that they're having. Like, what exactly is wrong with it? Okay, deliberately trying to be what insane out devil's me. advocate. <laughs> Just get Please. out. So so so. Wait, get thee if behind you roll your advocate. eyes anymore, you will hurt yourself. <laughs> get thee behind me, advocate. <laughs> um, I think even trash men are saying, "Nah, you you let." Yeah, this he didn't need to because it's it's creepy, man. Like send her mum. Yeah, if, if any, if anything. If Let anything her so, so if it, if her mum had gone with her to check her hymen, it wouldn't be no. Because it's still I don't wrong, think, but I, I don't think her mum would have gone. It's it's there's something weirdly controlling and possessive about being like it. it it's like yo, look, this 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 precious virgin daughter of mine needs to remain pure and white, and any other kind of uh, male. Activity, influence, influence yeah. all of that is is I won't allow it, and I want to check to make sure that this possession of mine is still pure. It's still got the the value I put on it. Mm. I think you put. So that are very you well, are you saying that? So if her mum had taken her, if her mum had taken her, I do not wrong. believe that her mum would have gone there. Like, can you please check her hymen? Her mum would have taken her and gone. Can you please make sure she is healthy? Because we know that. But if her mum had gone and checked her hymen, then her mum's wrong too. Yeah, both wrong. Anybody's wrong. No one should go with her to check her hymen unless she wants to check her own hymen. Yeah, (laughs) that's my point. If the the purpose is as a as a, I don't know what the laws are in America around under 18s or at which point you stop being a minor for you to be able to go for sexual health checks on your own. But it's none of their business. Like, mm. at the end of the day, what would he have done if if she if if she had been having sex this or if something had broken? What 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 next? That's my question. So, say the hymen wasn't there. What would you do? What's your next step? 
That in, is, in a grown yeah. adult because she is a grown adult she's 18 but even if she what's wasn't your, your, even if she no, wasn't but, no, but, no but let's just say she is, she is a grown adult which is what makes it more weird she's a grown adult so what's your next step it's your hymen's broken My what are you going like, to do why is she even agreeing to go yeah but she would have a, go they would have a conversation I guess yeah but the thing is you think if, so if you think your daughter is so um, if sneaky so- and so untrustworthy that you have to take her to the gynecologist to check her hymen for you to know whether she's having sex if her hymen's then broken do you think she's going to tell you the truth about why it's broken but then even then it's like even she's her be, but she's not even being sneaky and untrustworthy by it. it's she's old enough to decide whether she wants to have sex or not no, she don't even have to tell you blood. now now she is if she's just 18 yeah, no. yeah before yeah, yeah. she wasn't but yeah. my thing is the hymen can be broken in so many other ways if you don't trust her enough to tell you when she's had sex if you find out that her hymen's broken at the gynecologist what do you think she's going to tell you she's going to say I've been, I horse- actually think I've been a, horseback yeah. riding I went horseback riding last week dad I snuck out and went horseback riding yeah, I, went horseback you, riding. I bet you yeah, did nice. and that's how my hymen's broken that, like, if, if, you, <laughs> if, if you if you don't trust her enough <laughs> I'm done <laughs> This podcast is rated PG thirteen <laughs> for mild, for mild sexual references. references. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I just, I don't know where he's going. Just, where is he going with this? You can't go, yeah, because you can't go. You really can't go in. I just and think, also it, I think inter- it actually shows. It actually, to me, it shows like a breakdown in the relationship between him and his daughter. Yeah. It shows like the relationship. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't have to go in. You shouldn't have to go and check your hand. Like, it, let's say pre her being of legal age. He should just be able to have like the conversation. And if she doesn't want to tell him, that's like a problem he has to work on as a parent. The answer is not to go and check the hymen. Because that that even in itself is not because it's not scientifically like if your hymen is broken then you've had sex, then it means there's no way of you knowing. So it means the whole point is the whole thing is ridiculous. And also let's let's also just talk about the fact that for him to intimidate her in front of the doctor to give over her consent for him to have the information is a form of abuse. Like he said that what happens is the doctor says to him, oh, we have to ask your daughter's permission. Then he says to his daughter, do you have any problem with me knowing? Now, if your dad is a control freak and has an obsession with your hymen and asks you in front of the doctor, do you have a problem with me knowing the information? Yeah, and you say no, what's he then going to do? Exactly. Act a fool. So you're going to say, so he's intimidated her into saying yes. And that for me as well, as a medical professional, is very troubling that a medical professional would be in that situation and not see that it was intimidation. Like, I don't understand why that but he's doctor, got peas he's got peas though he's probably going to a private one yeah, so they probably don't care yeah but that's a problem though no, it's a problem that's, a, but that's, I'm a, that's an ethical care. issue because i feel like if that happened in england then the gmc would investigate that like why is that appropriate for a man to intimidate any female member of his family to to hand over information about his their supposed virginity in front of a medical professional for the medical professional to see that that it's clear intimidation and not step in because if that happened to me especially if it was an, if it was an underage woman i would put in a safeguard and referral instantly so actually and i would actually say to, i'd actually be like i'm letting you know i'm i'm concerned i'm concerned about this i'm putting a safeguard in front of social services because you're actually intimidating your daughter into handing her handing information over to you it's clear that she's intimidated and the purpose of you asking for her hymen whether her hymen's intact are ridiculous like so i think the uh, there's a there's an up so two things for me one is that virginity tests like these were condemned by three united nations agencies the world health organization un human rights and un women a statement read this medically unnecessary and oftentimes painful humiliating and traumatic practice must end who states that there is no evidence that either method can prove whether a woman or girl has had vaginal intercourse or not so i think one of the things is that it's actually like recommended by all like legit health organizations as something that shouldn't happen but the second thing is like I think it's really bad that he said it 
from a perspective of how much power he has like as a celebrity and as someone because he's now rebranded himself as this like woke celebrity who does his expeditiously podcast and talks really <laughs> eloquently about the black experience and these kind of things so you have a responsibility from that perspective to not say mad things because my thing is everyone makes mistakes fine and uh, maybe he doesn't know that this is crazy but if he's listening if he's seen everything yeah this is crazy you can never do this and i don't know how you're allowed to do this for so long but this is actually terrible and also you can't tell whether and the other thing i want to i guess address the virginity being a social construct thing this is what you guys are saying explain yeah. yourselves is virginity a social construct <laughs> you guys brought this up over to you over to you explain um i thought this was interesting especially coming from like a christian perspective because <laughs> mike sorry coming from a christian perspective that Planned Parenthood basically quote tweeted what Tiko said and been like, oh, just like public service announcement, everybody, virginity is a social construct, doesn't mean anything, it's an entirely man made concept. Mm. So, therefore, that's what I just want to talk about. Like, do you that? think virginity is a social construct? In the sense that everyone's ideas of virginity are. So, for example, when Bill Clinton had um, the affair with Monica, with, with Monica Lewinsky, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman because he had oral sex with her. According mm-hmm. to him, I know. Yeah. Personally, I believe that they had everything, but whatever. He said that he only had oral sex, therefore he hadn't really had sex with her. And apparently, there was an epidemic after that of teens in America getting um, STDs from oral sex because in their head they were like, "Oral sex, it's not, it doesn't it's, count. It's not sex." And even even um, a thing like so, eighty percent of like Christian like young people have had sex, but and that's as in vaginal penetrative heterosexual sex <laughs> but that some christian girls apparently have anal sex yeah and oral sex right. in order to not have yeah that's in order to sex. maintain that's a massive, their virginity yeah, that's a massive I, L. and i think so i think I, I, I think virginity in and of itself isn't i don't i don't know where i stand on that but i think it's the virginity having a tradable value that is an issue explain on a second so because because you know even if you look back to like tribal times or less developed countries and stuff having a virgin bride was seen as like a prize is seen i don't think it's uh, okay well still is now. still now even is now. and was yeah. seen as something Everywhere, that is really. um the ultimate like gift or the ultimate tradable good like even um when it comes to uh international relations before in the western world we traded things like bonds and stuff it was mm-hmm. quite normal to trade like 12 virgin brides and stuff like that that was a currency and i think what we're seeing today is like remnants of that mm. so even though we can't you can't for the most part buy and sell your virginity you can the now. fact that the fact that's what i said for the most part for the fact that it's um it, it's still seen as this sort of like lauded kind of it's it, it's seen as a differentiator between the okay and the great in terms yeah, of, and it's mostly for women because there's there's yeah, less men of have a, virginities too we do <laughs> nah he was today years old um 
Yeah, and it's it's odd because to this day, I, I, I don't know, I think maybe I'm probably in the least qualified position in the room to discuss that. But... Um, why? I, don't, I don't know what Explain point you're making there. The, I feel... The, the virginity. The virginity. And who... I mean, snitching yourself, that's fine, but... I, I, I mean, we already spoke about this on a previous episode, yeah, so it's people true. been listening. Did we? Yeah, we did. He don't. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Um, <laughs> anyway, everybody's qualified to speak about it. No, no, but I just mean like in terms of the. Yeah, there's such there's such a weight on it that I think you'll find the let's say a woman was to get pregnant and then try to come into the church, and I think I'm coming at this again from that perspective of churchiness try and come to the church and there's a way that people look at them mm. which doesn't seem to then get um, looked at the same way when it comes to the men who got these women pregnant oh yeah absolutely I was just like mm-hmm. wow you had sex before before you were married and there's, compared mm. to don't worry bro we all slip up we fall down but we get we out we fall down hey <laughs> Like a man can do it and it'll be like a testimony it'll be like a testimony moment. <laughs> and nobody's and everyone after the testimony is gonna be like, Oh, like well done, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, just you're get back. rebaptized just get, next week. You're not even rebaptized. You don't even have to get rebaptized if you're a guy. You just have to raise, your, about it raise your hand your your hand a little bit in praise and worship and people re reinstate. Quiet quiet the altar and you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, quiet the altar and you're good to go. And I think one of the things for me growing up was I think I had and I still do have quite problematic ideas surrounding like my own sexuality and virginity because i was taught that virginity was really important and so i've always been very focused on like technically keeping my virginity do you know what i mean as in like the technicalities of it regardless of whether you've done a whole bunch of stuff surrounding it like being able to on your wedding night be like no no one has entered do you know what i mean and that being like a thing that you have to keep for your husband and the weird thing about it is that even from a christian perspective it doesn't make like why would god care that you're a technical version if you've done a whole bunch of other stuff surrounding it and continue to do that with multiple people. But that, I think that's... If you, just because you technically haven't had a penis enter your vagina, like that, that doesn't even make sense on a spiritual level. But because of patriarchy and because of how we've been taught in church, I think a lot of girls growing up in church definitely have this thing about virginity. And if, you, if you're a girl, you could have had all sex with a bunch of guys. You could have made out with a whole bunch of people but that girl who's probably had sex maybe with two people would be seen as as long as providing people didn't like maybe know the ins and outs of your behavior for you to you could say that you're a virgin and she wouldn't be and then you're seen as being more valuable in like a marriage or dating market than she would be and that's yeah. very disturbing and i think it's i think it's yeah it's the way we've way we framed it and i think it all stems from patriarchy because even if you look at the biblical application of it it tells people to abstain from sexual immorality a lot, but it's not saying, oh, women don't have a man penetrate your vagina, but that's just what we've, we've now started that on it. Yeah. And it's now become, it's, it's virginity is like an exclusively woman thing for women. It's just like, assume that a man is just going to do what he's going to do. And then hopefully like the woman should be a virgin, but we don't ever talk about a man being. Yeah. And it, a and it, it drives a lot of the, a lot of the behaviors, right? Cause mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure if TI has a son or not. 
Yeah, he does. He does. Yes, and he is and he, he doing this? No, he's given. He's been public and vocal about the fact that he's given his son a condom. Yeah, and, and has basically laughed right. and supported his son. Cool. And that's yeah. and that's, that's what I don't like. Right, active. I was uh, going to say promiscuous, but yeah, if we were talking about health, and if it was going back to that first argument, if it was a health thing, then what I would expect is for him to be taking his sons and his daughters to family the, out in. <laughs> to, to, to get checked, to understand, look, I don't know if you're doing stuff. If you are, I hope you can come to me and talk about it. But your safety is the most important thing. Your health is the most important thing. Understanding the consequences of the actions that you're taking, regardless of what it is, is the most important thing. Mm. I may not agree with what you're doing, but like Lord knows, T.I., whether he was out there, he probably was, in his time, but the people he hung around when he was in the rap game seriously were out there half the raps of the 90s were about getting as many girls as you can uh, doing this mm-hmm. doing that doing that so for him to then turn around and be like yeah but I don't want my in a way it's insulting to both his daughter and the other women yeah mm-hmm. and also he's hasn't he been known to cheat on his wife multiple times I think so it was on I, and I'm, I mean, and I'm just, yeah and I'm just confused at people who who have such a high value on things like virginity and blah blah blah? Would when to I'm actually other not women. because yeah, it's page, that's page it's like basically one hundred and one, is it? Yeah, like, <laughs> I can do what I like, but you can't, though. Yeah, and also the idea that yeah. basically he's trying to protect, he's trying to protect his daughter from men like himself. Mm. It's an L. It's a massive L. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like that guy in Batcher who said, and he thought he made the most smart comment. Like I just saw the clip going around on on Twitter. It's like a key. What is it? A key can open... I can't remember it. Was it? A key can open many locks. If a key can open many locks, it's a great key, but... Oh, yeah, but if a lock can be opened open, by a lot of keys, it's, it's a bad it's, lock. It's, it's a bad lock. I've heard so many men say that about, which like... Is basically what, which is basically what their, their argument is. It's such a poor oh, no, it's, it's, it's like the most... It's like if the worst key analogy. key can open many locks... It's, it's a, a good key. But if a lock can be opened by many keys, it's a poor lock. If a man can spout such foolishness, he's an idiot. But if he's an idiot that spouts foolishness, he's a trash. (laughs) You know what? You started with such good. I know it. I was trying to work out. Where's this going? I was like, come on, land this, land this. (laughs) Stick the landing. And she just belly flops into the. In my head, head, I felt. We can't all be Simone Biles. That's fine. That's fine. Not every man's Tom Daly. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think it, no, I, I mean, I think we all agree that what T.I. said was crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah it just is what it is. Um, men do what they do. Um, so, speaking of men that do what they do, Spanish. <laughs> I even laughed at how trash my, my transition was there. Yeah. I couldn't even... I couldn't stick that landing. No, cool. So gonna, I understand the buttons. What we're going to do is after the, after we finish recording, I'll give you some tips on how much. <laughs> <goes, yeah. laughs> so the Spackers wow. have made it mainstream. Um, so they already, I mean, they already went to, um, I think there was a documentary on BBC and then Reggie Yates did a documentary, yeah. which everyone's now getting at him for because it wasn't harsh enough. No. Funnily enough, as, as, as things would have it, the most in-depth interview they ever got was um, on Gasworks, I think. I don't, I don't you didn't see it. One, it was right. Alhan and Poet. Right, yeah. And yeah. they came and just brought like 5Gs and stuck it on the... And we're like, we're going to a wedding. We're just giving up. Anyway, 
So now there was an article in Huffington Post and there's been a lot of noise about Spat Nation and like how... Because to be honest, when I first heard about Spat Nation, I heard the, you know, the whole gospel drill thing and like dashing man down. We, we spoke about it. We did. And I said, as much as I think... Yeah, we've not spoken about them on a pod for a while, actually. Yeah. I think as much as I thought the music is... It doesn't make that much sense to me. What I did think was at least they are taking man off the streets. I thought, you know what? At least they can... At the end of the day, what can I say? If you're literally taking someone who's in gangs, doesn't have prospects, and you're taking them and giving them a future, yeah, and to setting me, them up. it was always very much like a catch twenty two kind of situation. Yeah. Would you rather be shot or stabbed? I don't know. Which is worse? I don't know. Be in Spac Nation and brainwashed. Please land this one. Or this out one. in <laughs> or out in the streets in a gang. It's not even a joke. Like okay, seriously, yeah. that's yeah, what yeah, I'm thinking. You, like, like is it better? Woo, that's a ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. Ten's all round. Yeah, I actually think like I, I don't know what's what's worse. I, I think it's always been back motion and brainwashed. I think we can conclude that. Really? Mm, well, at least their lives won't end. At least you're not gonna die. It's kinda true. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's true. You should be brainwashed. Yeah, you can you can su- you can survive. Being you can get out of being brainwashed. You can't you can't yeah. get out of being shot stabbed, to death yeah. or stabbed to and death. And you can't just leave a gang and just walk out. From what I, I'm yeah, not from my sense of experience, but <laughs> from as, what a, I know, as a pioneering gang leader, <laughs> yeah. I let nobody leave. From what I know, you can't just be like, oh, guys. I just want to, um, you know. I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. I think I'm going to cancel my membership card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to renew. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it says, a pioneering church that has been held by politicians as a beacon of hope for ex-gang members has created, the, they got to number 10, you know, has They've created the conditions for forces. Endorsements yeah, and yeah. from who though? Government Which should tell you everything you need to know about them. The Conservative Boris Party. No, the True. whole party because they were at the, con- yeah. the, the, the conservative, conservative conference. Party. They were, yeah. yeah, yeah, at the invitation of number ten. Yeah. If Boris Johnson co-signs you, you're finished. And they were in the House of Commons discussing yeah. their their solutions to the gang problem with his yeah. with his um, balaclava. I oh, we spoke about that. No, no, no. no that was no, a, that no, was no, another that was, dude. That was another, that was that was, um, was, was Skengdo and AM. Yeah, yeah. they went oh, on no, there, and like, basically everyone was I like, "Ah, did it." They're not they're not specs. I'm confusing my Grimes. No, yeah, <laughs> it's drill. So oh, you're so saying so, um, they were the ones invited. So wait, wait, Auntie hold Diane. on, hold on, hold on. So the black people that make music, right? Oh gosh, the Grimes, right? The oh, right, so the Grimes. We've got the Grimes, and then got the we've, got, we've got the drills, right? Got the rappers Stop. and the rappers, right? Okay, right. I got it now. Got the singers, yeah. right? I got it, right? So yeah, and you yes. got Ed Sheeran, <laughs> <laughs> the most pioneering black artist the most that there pioneering is. One of them all. Um, yeah, so Pioneer Church has been held by politicians <laughs> as a beacon of hope for ex-gam members has created the conditions for forces to flourish within its ranks and is failing to act on pastors financially exploiting the young people it came to help. Ex-congregation members have spoken out to reveal shocking cases at the church. Spack nation of pastors targeting young black people from impoverished areas and broken homes and isolating them from their families before exploiting them for money. A half post in the UK investigation has found evidence that some pastors at the church, whose leader was pictured in the second row for Boris for Boyshunt to speech at this year's Conservative Party conference, have pressured the young people they supposedly help into taking out substantial loans of up to five grand. Once these loans arrive in their bank accounts, the congregation member is asked to transfer the money to the Spat Nation pastor, sometimes on the basis that the clergyman will set them up as crypto traders. While young people are left in debt, Spat Nation's pastors put on an extravagant show of wealth flashing rolls of £50 notes, buying Rolex watches, driving Lamborghinis and other sports cars, buying Louboutin shoes and hosting cash giveaways to tempt the youngsters in. Those would be Louboutins. 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 So basically it's a cult. Yep. 
essentially. Good summary. So I, I actually have oh, something sorry, about this. Sorry, was that meant to be a controversial point? No, no, no. I was <laughs> you're I supposed to go. <gasps> I don't, no, so the, I don't so know. the other thing I want to talk about is, and I posted about this on Instagram the other day. This whole thing about, I don't know what it is, but with churches and this whole financial freedom thing and people just getting scammed, I've had enough of this crap. This multi-level marketing, this network marketing, this, oh yeah, we're going to invest and go into crypto and all these kind of things. Like, I feel like this is a, is a, it's a disease. Like, Can we call out names? No, we cannot. Have people in the Adventist church? No. no. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd like to hear. I feel words. like you should save people from this. From, from no, bro. Just know, just know, no, just know what I'm saying when I say what I'm saying. <laughs> when right. I say multi level marketing and network marketing, anyone that tries to say, uh, you know, do you want to be financially free? Do you want to travel the world? All this kind of stuff, it's always not true, bruv. Always not true. About like I Bi- consider this to be no. an indirect. About like Billy Graham you and them. Man. It's not indirect, huh? Like Billy Graham and them man who've now started to. Like Billy Graham has now. Billy Graham's dead. That, is it Billy Graham? Who are you talking about, blood? There's there's this American pastor who pastor. used to be pastor, pastor who used to be all about the the money monies. You oh, you're talking about Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. Oh, Benny. Yeah, oh my is, gosh, I loved Benny Hinn. What a waste, man. <laughs> who has renounced the um, <laughs> prosperity, hasn't he? No, well, I mean, he publicly renounced it. He if I, listen, if, it. listen, if you renounce prosperity gospel, you know what you do? You'd run back people their money. Yeah. You'd run back people's funds. You I mean, he run said back sorry, funds. but he wasn't repentant. Yeah, he's he not really damaged. sorry. That's Yeah, it's not sorry at all. Sorry, I don't have time for people like Benny Hinn. If you're really sorry, then make some actual public recompense. But yeah, with Spat Nation, I think that it's this whole thing of, because black, there are people, a lot of, some of us black people come from impoverished areas. We're looking for a way to get out. And when someone says something like financially free, or, you know, we can give you this or give you that, or we can invest your money and all these kind of things. Like people just jump on it. Like without really investigating what's going on. Mm. If they just trust the person, they're like, okay, yeah, cool. And honestly, this is why I'm saying this now. Cause I just implore people whenever someone says to you anything about being financially free, all these kind of things, please investigate. Because really there are some like, legit ways to make money and the all these other get rich quick schemes don't yeah. work otherwise everyone would be doing it bruv yeah anything anything that involves you inviting people in order to get promoted <laughs> it's, it's a pyramid way. scheme not even that but the idea that god wants you to be rich is not biblical like the bible literally says it's harder for a camel to go through the eye need for a rich man to enter the kingdom of god it's not that easier, God doesn't want some easy, people to be rich. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle. Yeah, sorry. It's easier for a camel to go to the, through, through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And it's not that God doesn't want some people to ri- be rich or let some people be rich. But like, that's not the ultimate goal of what God is trying to do with your life. And also, some people so can't when, hack it. Yeah, some people can't hack being rich because when they get rich, clearly... They lose their They're at the fall. So it's like, if you came into a church and they basically portrayed to you that God's major plan for your life was to make you financially free... Off bat, they're lying. But why Off not? Bat. Why can't I be the one out of 10 that is going to be you rich can, one? I'm not saying you can't be, but I'm saying if every single person in the church has been told that is God's plan for their specific life, for them to be rich, that can't be legit. But it's not every... I don't think they're presenting it as every single I think person. they are presenting yeah, it. Like the way, they are. It's back. It's back they are. It's back nation. Not, not all... Ch- but like, And it also, if the main... The whole thing about the prosperity gospel is that 
like the main point of your message is, every is single week money. is money mm. and how can that be the main work yeah. of, of what god is doing in your life like i think that's you're that's a liar the... you sleep with other people's husbands or wives um you don't treat your kids well but what god really wants to do in your life is i think is give you 400 so, or whatever that so make sense. if you're thinking about vulnerable people heading into that situation what you would what they would perceive as the red flags i don't think you would identify the oh maybe everyone around me can't be rich maybe that's not god's plan for everyone's life i don't think you'd identify that but i think you will identify if the main message is money prosperity and money Mm. and very financially focused i think that is a very powerful easy glaring red flag massive red flag the thing that i think that really that annoys me the most about this is the fact that like for me i I know what it's like growing up in a home where like every bit of money mattered like we had to make sure that everything was used well Mm. and to have these young kids who are growing up who are just in uni who are being deliberately isolated from their parents and messing up their credit histories now before they even have a chance to to do something of their own to like mess it up for real (laughs) like it's it's the deliberate targeting actually now i just thought about your question at the beginning it's it's actually worse for them to be in spat nation because basically spat nation has chewed them up and spit them out so now they're worse off they might be worse off than they were before no i'd still rather them in spat i'd rather them alive with the opportunity to get out they're alive oh yeah it's true i think what i find reprehensible about this whole situation okay big word <laughs> tia expeditiously <laughs> <laughs> is that um i believe you surreptitiously put that word in right there <laughs> um it's that it's taken so long for this to be something that's investigated and i think what so i i was reading around it some of the tweets around the half power article that came out and i think that we the people tend to like we notice things very early on and we call things out and it's that we should cancel this and this is the outcry and this is the um you know big thing that everyone's concerned about but what we need to do is learn how to channel that anger through mm. the right like channels, right and, channels. yeah and and approach because smack should have been called into question from ages ago yeah and i think that's the like thing it's take, are we, we've them, literally waited for the white man to notice so and is that fair though? I, don't, I don't so i don't i don't think i don't no, think, I think, I don't think it's, everybody it's also on us for not mm. no, i think i think i think there's, them out. no i think there's i think there's a bit of truth to that though i think the point the point that she's making is like there were some people there were, i mean the point were, i'm were, making is the one i made yeah Bro. Don't mansplain. There were people on Twitter, yeah, who, yeah, who did call them out and said, like, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And then there were a bunch of people who may have retweeted it and da da da. But it's just who maybe that, that next that next step was missing. Yeah. Not necessarily from the people that already tried to call it, but from us who said it was really a problem. And we actually cared. Mm. Like if we really cared, 
we could have started a petition we could have done all sorts of things yeah but we just decided I just to just think we do a tweet need to get more clued up about what the actual steps the actual channels how we go to challenge because honestly yeah. We get so outraged. We get we actually are known as a community for being outraged on Twitter and for that outrage then selling products. And I'm sick of people being able to profiteer of quote unquote cancel culture or mm. black Twitter, whatever else you want to call it. When we make noise, people are making money and they're listening. But what we need to be doing is making noise through the right channels and holding these companies and organizations and stuff to account and requiring them to do more because they will always their um spac are basically turning around now and being like well every question we've been asked by the authority if we've been able to rebut do you know what i mean we've handled and we're sitting here thinking yeah but we know that sally ain't really asked you what sally needs to be asking you in it but then i also think it's about um even amongst ourselves like in terms of friendship groups and families like being aware being aware of what other people are doing in terms of in even in terms of churches and like sometimes when someone starts going to a new church we don't ask questions we don't ask the right questions we don't ask the right questions and i say that even like for example like i'm seventh day adventist if i wasn't seventh day adventist um my family member started going to an adventist church i would want to know like what it like what's like what's what's their deal like what are their principles what do they do there how do they practice because just because it's a church doesn't mean it doesn't deserve scrutiny like some of the biggest atrocities in history more scrutiny some of the biggest atrocities in history have been done under the guise of people being religious so like if someone's starting a new any kind of new faith or a place where they're meeting people on a regular do you know what i mean and like a new group of people like question it be like okay is their behavior changing like what's happening here like yeah um and this it is i think it is weird you're right like the fact that people who had no business having the kind of money that some of these guys are showing off yeah like if this was just on a normal street tip where suddenly your child your sister your auntie your cousin is coming in and suddenly they have they've not gained a new job that's like uh building them but they've gone Chanel, to a new church Balenciaga, yeah. Gucci, Birds. yeah and then suddenly they're able to spend thousands of pounds on these things Loops. randomly and we're not we're not challenging it we're not quite asking how we've got Can that you stop oh sorry guys i'm ill man Does jeez it's just no one wants to hear you sniffing in the microphone so, like all, all of that needs to be challenged and it, yeah. needed to, it needed to be done before like i remember I earlier the, in the earlier in the year we were still in the point where people were afraid to write out spac nation because the the people who are still deep in it would come and they would ruin your mentions yeah i i think so i definitely agree with you but I think where the leaders of SPAC have been quite clever, and this is probably how a lot of other um, cult, and yes, I said it, cult um, religions and things that have started up, they prey on vulnerable people mm-hmm. and they prey on your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that vulnerability and that insecurity as you sort of said, stems from us not really talking about things Mm -hmm. that we should be talking about. Like as a community, we don't talk about 
mental health. We don't ask people how they're feeling. We don't talk about depression. We don't talk all the things that we don't talk about. They're big, you know, even even our understanding of how we deal with like major life events is not something that is openly like how you deal with grief or mm. how you deal with like major life um major life events. changes and stuff it's not something that as a community we sort of talk about and help guide our young people through we just kind of expect everybody to deal and to get on with things and mm. to put a brave face on even some of the sort of cultural um sort of phrases and stuff like don't don't what we say like don't take your don't show your dirty laundry don't air your dirty laundry yeah stuff like mm. that like actually if you unpack that we're talking about putting on a bit of a facade for when you go out but when you come in we're not taking off that facade mm. and that we're never allowed to sort of be vulnerable in that way in and amongst each other and i think that's what or one of the things I should say that allows situations like this to happen to young people because we we don't talk about stuff as much as we should. And also acknowledging that that PTSD is a major factor of things like coming out, like Shame someone who leads a gang, then they have PTSD. Like yep. if you've seen somebody get stabbed or you've seen someone get rushed or even like, things like that, you have an element of PTSD growing up in that environment. And so you're vulnerable because you probably have not had anyone acknowledge. You probably haven't acknowledged that you're suffering from PTSD. You probably haven't had a uh, health professional acknowledge it and you probably haven't had any resources to get help. I and think, so yeah, it's something that like is acknowledging the things that affect your mental health and your well-being that you need to work through. I don't know if I would go as far as to say you all have PTSD, but maybe to a certain extent or to different varying degrees they might, but war, I think man. it's all stuff that you have to work through. We're not taught how to work through things individually, as a family, as a community. So, yeah. I agree. Um, whilst we're on the subject of um, church people um, and brainwashing and mental health, um, my brother Kanye West. Um, Do you mean Christian genius? Oh, Christian I'm genius. I had... Christian genius, Kanye West. Now, I think Nezzy um, was saying something to me this week. And just, I, I, sorry, just, just for the benefit of uh, the listeners, if you don't hear me speak for a little while, it's because I zoned out. Thank you. <laughs> I delivered it like some sort of PSA. I like, know, exactly. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think Wait, hold on. Sorry. So, does that mean that if he runs for president... You won't be voting for him. And you had and you had a vote. And you had and you had a vote in the US. Yeah. And it was Trump or, or Christian Genius. Uh that would be two Republicans. So Democrats. No. Um, <laughs> what, if what if Kanye won in the Democrat? What if he won as an independent? Ooh. Then Democrat. And the other Democrat. No, but what if the was... you got two front runners? Mm -hmm. You got two front runners. It's mm -hmm. basically Ti. One of them. <laughs> Ti, Kanye, or Trump. Not gonna lie, I'd vote for Ti. Ti. I'd vote for Ti <laughs> as well. Yeah. You have to vote for Ti over Kanye. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> sorry. Nah, Boris, Trump, Kanye. Three Republicans. I'd vote for Kanye. I'd vote for Kanye. Oh no, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I'd vote over Kanye Trump. No, but I would vote for Kanye. Oh, I vote for Kanye. Do you know why? Because I think 
This is going to sound wild, but I think Kim Kardashian might be able to influence him for the better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he has the most sensible spouse out of all three of them. No, you're mad deflecting and it's annoying me. No, you're deflecting and it's annoying me. You have to vote for one of them. It is very simple. Stop overcomplicating it. Okay. Trump or Kanye? I wouldn't. You have to. I'd abstain. I'd abstain. No, there's a gun to your head and you have to cast a vote. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I mean, is the music this, is works. Is this one of his songs? I don't know what this is. What would you vote? If, oh, for goodness Can you stop summoning demons into this room? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know enough psalms to counteract this, so can you chill, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so if I, if I had... There, honest, right? Honestly, I, w- I wouldn't vote for either. Like, uh, if, that, if that was the choice, I would not want Spored to Spoiled ballot that. paper, yeah? I would spoil it. I no, I, do you know what I respect you're a man of conviction no, no, I can't. it's true now for me because had you said Kanye I would have been like uh, he, ain't, he ain't worth the salt he walks up. nah nah I can't I can't back it and they both they both run because for me looking looking through it I, I mean, was they both have dragon energy to be fair dragon energy I have dragon energy what, what? out devil <laughs> <laughs> um Nah, I couldn't. Like, I was listening to uh, my friend Celine Jordan, her show on Premier Gospel uh, last week. It's like, I know somebody famous. I mean, her family is probably more famous than she is on her own. She was in, like, the Jordan Jordans. family. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Um, she was... Ain't got a scuba. Not a play. They were good. Um... And she she was discussing the the, the cut Mr Mr Kardashian yesterday not yesterday last sorry 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 that's why just before you go yeah I even googled dragon energy top definition you have to have dragon energy to understand what dragon energy is <laughs> see I told you I had dragon Kanye energy. Donald Trump and I are dragon energy Trump very cool thanks. <laughs> That's the definition. Crazy. I'm man. done. That's what I'm saying. Um, Kindred spirits. And like the the point she was making is that to be honest, whether or not you agree with him, he someone may be saved by this album. And for that, I don't care. Like if if someone does listen to it and is like, you know what, let me find out more about this Jesus guy. Great. I'm happy for that. That doesn't mean that I then have to support him. Like, I hope his family does well. I hope for no ill to come to him personally. Yeah, that's basically which we hope for every human. Yeah. But I won't be listening to that album. I won't be supporting it. And it's purely because on a personal position, I, I don't believe that he has either an understanding or a care for the harm that he is doing to people who have grown up. I think it's an understanding. Um, I, I think Kanye has a mental health problem. I he, think we he all know one this. million percent does. And, I, and I just, I'm really disturbed that Christians are jumping on this bandwagon of um, Kanye's saved now. I'm like, Kanye might just be expressing high religiosity, which is actually very consistent with people who have bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. This could actually be 
less to do with Jesus and more to do with mental health. And we don't know yet. And because of that, I feel like we should just reserve judgment. Reserve judgment. Until we know. Because he's been very open about the fact that he does not take his medications. And I just feel like if Christians are... I'm seeing Christians post all over social media like, oh, like, well done, brother, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, if you think that he is corpus mentis enough to make a decision to follow Jesus... Then you also believe his Trump comments Then he's also, he's corpus mentis enough to make his, uh, his comments about Trump and about MAGA and about if slave catchers threw a slave net and you were in the area where they threw the net, why didn't you move out of the way? That's not consistent with somebody who... No, he's mentally unwell, man. 100%. It's not somebody consistent with somebody who's, who's had this epiphany with Jesus, like, to me. Not saying that you can't have flawed opinions and have an epiphany with Jesus, but I'm just like, I can then cancel him because if he's in his right mind enough to say to make this decision and he, and he said these horrible things about black people and about slavery and about MAGA, then he's, he's, he's consciously aiding and abetting white supremacy and I don't need to, to support him. Like I wouldn't support, I wouldn't support, I wouldn't support a Christian gospel artist, a white Christian gospel artist who made a very offensive no, comment no, no, no. about black people. So I'm not going to then go and support a black secular artist who's made some had some dramatic conversion just because they yeah. had a conversion experience. Like I don't even get that. I don't get that. It I I 100 agree with everything you said, and I think anyone who cancels Kanye and don't listen to his music, they have the absolute right to, and they're probably correct. How? Ever. However. The Sunday service is, is sick, bruv. I can't even deny it. Like, I have musically, Sunday service and it was great. It's, it's great. But I just, I, I have to be honest. It just is. And so as a musician, I'm intrigued. I'm just, totally be, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone should stop listening to Kanye. I'm just saying that for me personally. Yeah, that's just, that's you. I and that, I'm cool with that. Because like for me, I'll just be honest. My, my line, my red line for what I will and won't listen to is pedophiles. Don't listen to R. Kelly. Don't listen to MJ. That's my red line. Everyone else has theirs. You can have yours. I don't remember the last time I listened to MJ. Interesting. MJ's uh, always been slightly overrated, so. I mean, mm. Quincy Jones isn't, but you can say what you like about MJ. He's he's definitely a paedophile, paedophile Jason. So Is he definitely a paedophile? He's know. a paedophile Jason. Like he's, if you sleep with kids in your bed, I don't really mind about whether you, whether you did this or did that. From that, I just know I don't need to listen to you anymore. Yeah, but an inappropriate that. person isn't the same as a paedophile. Huh? An inappropriate person isn't the same as a paedophile. Yeah, but that's highly inappropriate. It's inappropriate. That's not even like, that's not even like, ped- that's paedophile adjacent. Any grown adult that sleeps in the bed with kids is a problem. No, well, there's no. What? Okay, I'm just saying, okay, but you know, like your parents might sleep in the bed with kids or oh, uncles or aunts or whatever. On. No, but what Are I'm saying. Th- no listen, uh, no, listen to me because what I'm saying is for, arguably I've slept in a bed with like family like my, my, my aunt who's not my real aunt I've slept in a bed with her when oh, I was a kid but come on we're not talking Michael about Jackson that Michael Jackson was arguably you don't know like, them man no but it's a stranger's children bro no but, is, no, but is, it, to him it wasn't a stranger they, they weren't strangers uh-huh. they, they, developed, they developed a friendship with Michael Jackson he's like a family friend I'm not defending it I'm just saying I mean you are I'm not I'm just saying what you're trying to do is get out on bail on a technicality and I'm not having it. All right, fine. We're sending you straight to jail. I'm not (laughs) having it. I'm straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 pounds. You cannot come out after free rolls. You can't pay 50 quid to get out because that's not even a real rule. (laughs) That's the end. 
made it in the end. Anyway, yeah. so the last thing I want to talk about. Do you know how quickly I was trying to get out Kanye's verse lyrics? <laughs> no and then I got them and I was like, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even do it. This place is a mess. What is this? It's the D-double Ikea advert. This is the Ikea advert. Ikea. Oh, yeah, I don't care. care what they want to be called. They are Ikea. All right, Boutons. What do you mean? No, no I said <laughs> Wait, have if I you been apply that phrase to something to other things, boy, have it's been... very sticky. <laughs> have <laughs> I been? Have I don't I care been... what they want to be called. I'll call them niggas if I want. <laughs> Nig No, but it's Ikea. <laughs> Ikea. What do you mean Ikea? Where does this come from? The, that's that's how ad. you pronounce it. It's a Swedish They're company. Christmas yeah. Ad. yeah, it's Ikea, just like Nike. This is England. I don't care. Not gonna lie. England. England. How big is that? Like. They've actually put D double yeah. as the voice of their Christmas ad. That's I major. It. I love it. But where has he come from? Who D double? As in, like, has he been about recently for him to be famous? So he was. He, did, he, he released an album. He released last year, an Jacob. album. He was on uh, Kano's last album. He's still about. He's always just been. A, he's been about. Still Some doing grime. Like me. They tried to ban my me. Ikea goes grime with first Christmas ad. I loved it, man. It was yeah, man. And it was it's it was, a great placement. I'm okay, trying to pull up the Daily Mail's coverage. Not just Uh-oh. not just great p- placement, but like undiluted. It was just that's for me. That's one of the few ads that you know a black person was sat in that meeting. You Why? think so? Because it was D double star. No, no, it was D double <laughs> star. It was it was his entire flow, and there wasn't a like, oh yeah, let's try and make this uh, a little bit more appealing to to white folk. There was. That if you took away Ikea's all the visuals, first Christmas ad held the best ever, complete with a very catchy song. <laughs> <laughs> love it, I love it. Like if you catchy. if you took off if you took off the visuals for it, D E is the unlikely star of the IKEA Christmas ad. Unlikely. I am gonna continue is it, to is it, interrupt. Is it cool, IKEA? Yeah. What's the IKEA? IKEA. Yeah. Does that have a ring to it? I'm going to call it Ikea. Ikea launched their first ever... How can you say that their own name doesn't? It doesn't. Sorry. Ikea launched their first ever Christmas advert with accompanying grime track. Sick. That's amazing. I don't know what the Daily Mail tried to... I don't know why they needed to put, like, bold highlights. (laughs) (laughs) The first first Ikea Christmas ad airs tonight and it's not what you'd expect. I, I love that. That was their first one. And they went, you know what? Who who are the people who are out here supporting our business? Cool. What is well, their culture? Yeah. And let's lean into it. Not yeah. like they didn't get a white person doing it. They didn't get a more commercial MC are to try to do it. I'm just saying, are we more than any other d- demographic supporting IKEA? I'm not saying. No, that's why I'm baffled. Oh, because I was just like, I can understand if it was like Primark. Yeah, if, if but like IKEA is yeah, it's, 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 IKEA, it's or JD no, but no, but what she's saying is like, why are they going? Why are they no, coming I'm, for I'm us? Just like, why, yeah. like, why, why are they? Why, why are um, they like doing? Wait, this? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me get this right. 
You complain when you're not involved. <laughs> and when you're she's involved, they're like, why? She's not complaining. Tough. She's not complaining. She's actually, asking asking the question. she's actually asking the question. No, I mean, I she's actually asking the question. She's asking the general, no, general last question. Week, last no. week, she was like, oh, oh, couldn't, couldn't have a black girl featured. Can't have any black music featured. And that's mainstream. There is commercial rep money in the black community. We need to see more black faces. One company does one black ad. Why are they picked on us for? No, I'm not saying it's a negative. She's not saying it's a negative. She's actually just wondering. No, because I understand that it must be because Grime has such mass appeal. And because it's so catchy, and it does now. That it means everyone's going to be on it because it's not. I don't think it was he. He was chosen to specifically target the black community. I think he no, was just chosen it's because it's grime. a good advert. Yeah, but also like to the, there was work done in it, right? Because they could have chosen, they could have gone for all right. Who's currently doing it? Who's coming up? Oh yeah, classic move would have been Stormzy. Easy hit, yeah. really simple. And they didn't. DW they went. Like, they to go into DW. You've had to look. Of you've had to look into it. it. Like the only other people who would have been on that level would have been a Wiley, a Kano, Gets. Although, but let's t- let's be honest though. Obviously, it probably wasn't IKEA themselves. It was the ad agency. So I think it's mother. And there's probably some because at the end of the day, and what people need to understand sometimes about these ad agencies is that there are. And you're right. There could have been a black person in the room because there are black people working. There. I remember one time. They were asked, I think, I can't remember who, which band it was. Let's, let me not say because I, I shouldn't even be saying. But I, they asked for um, opinions about, oh, influences that they should use. Best believe I said like, I don't know. I think I said like Tony Tone. Um, just bear those, all the others. Like Stephanie Yabo, I think the nerd about time. Got, just yeah. bear those black, pe- black women that are um, on our influences. Yeah. Because it's just like, if I can, I'm just shout, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, put, I'm just put their names down. Yeah. So it's that kind of, that it's that kind of thing. So there are sometimes black people within those companies who are trying to make a difference. So I think it's I think it's good when these things happen. I don't know who if it was necessarily a black person, but it could have been. Yeah, but big big up whoever was in the room for that because yeah. I think that's that's one of the few that we've seen that has been done just cleanly and well. Like it was, it was fun. It was simple, but it also just honoured the culture, man. And you see mm. what you see see what happens, companies when you do it right. No one's complaining. Well, we'll have, everyone's happy. So the other, so I think they should do a case study. Do you know he took an L? And they also, sorry, sorry, just before we get they Ikea also added two items into Ikea. their also added two items. Oh, the blue No, actually, the, the do you know bloco, 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 and a dot Love it. Do you know what? Yeah, actually, I believe in giving credit where credit's due. They want to be called Ikea. They supported the culture. I think yeah, it's only yeah, fair we call them Ikea. Ikea. Was it? What, okay. Ikea. Ikea. Anyway. Okay, fine. But I, don't, I can get used to it. Ikea. I was going to say the only company, the company that took an L was JD Sports. Yeah. But no one, no, everyone that? expected that. Um, so they, I think the tweet I saw about it was that their Christmas ad had loads of celebrities in. Loads of black people. But no dark skinned black women. I think there's one light skinned black, uh, black woman apart Steph from Steph London was in it. Okay, yeah. Not. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, then they definitely could have a dark skinned black woman in it because you don't like them. <laughs> and I. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I was going to uh, say Maya Jamma was also in it, but that doesn't, that doesn't no, come back your point. <laughs> that, that doesn't come back It your was point. basically black men and all their colorist friends. Yeah, and do you know what was and H <laughs> and H H who's so H? white boy? Yeah, what's what was weird? Sorry, um, this is complete. I will let you go back to your point because it's just a little. I still don't know what Steph London looks like, and I think I met her because I was on a plane. I was on a plane, plane to Belgium with Burner Boy, 
And no, he didn't want to say private plane because the drop he wanted to make was Burner Boy. Oh, no, no, yeah, it, it was, so he's only going to make one drop. He's been just, name dropping uh, this whole episode. Whole episode. It was just this a is regular... the first name I recognize. Go on. <laughs> so you were Burner Boy. You mean he Go just on. happened to be in the same flat, or you went? Yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to infer that he wasn't in so, a flat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't want to say it outright. <laughs> I, ended up, I ended up on the same flight as Burner Boy. He was cuddled up to someone. I was like, oh, cool. Burner's got Burner's got oh, a girlfriend. That's nice. Yeah, probably was. And literally, I walked out to there. I was like, yo, Bernard, how you doing? And it was only after when my sister was like, oh, did you see Steph? I was like, who? Steph Rondon. She must have been burning her, pun intended. Probably was. Because literally, they're they're walking together. Come on, guys, get the joke. Ah, I get it. It was just weak. (laughs) Poor. Um, And... Unlike you catching flights. Oi, oi. Oh, wow. I just realised her name is Steph Rondon. Yeah. And <laughs> No, it's supposed to be both, right? <laughs> Who knew? But yeah, sorry, that really was just my point. Just that just that I colorist would be to care to decipher her name. I didn't I didn't even <laughs> recognise her in the advert, <laughs> but I knew that there was another light skinned lady in it. Sorry. Uh, right. Oh yeah, she's Jamaican. Oh. Fully. Anyway, they had no dark skin women in the advert. The end. And that's the end. So I never anyway. buy from JD Sports, they're too expensive. Oh, I won't be rushing there. Yeah. So That's anyway, the right. last the last thing I want to end on is a uh, it's kind of, it's kind of funny actually. Um, do you guys see this? Uh, what's her name? Mother of daughters and uh, the the right. Instagram mummy blogger beef. <laughs> <laughs> she was a so basically there's this woman called uh, mother of daughters. She's well, a not called that obviously. She's called Clemmy. Clemmy something. And that name is already an L. Short for Clementine, you know. Man like, man like Satsuma <laughs> man like Tangerine <laughs> anyway um, she uh, basically she became a troll for like eight months um, I was just trolling other people on this on this gossip site or whatever but what the killer to me was that she trolled her own husband <laughs> she called him a great eight absolutely wild and she could be nothing about his kids I said rah imagine you went home he got in bed. He's just sitting there reading his book. You're just on online, just trashing him, burning him, and you kiss him goodnight. It's an L. It's it's a massive I don't know. L. I just. But the big story is that she basically came for. She came for what's her name? There's a black. There's a black woman who um called Candice Braithwaite who basically blogs about uh, diverse. She's got a. Uh, is she just a blogger? I thought she no, was she's a, not, she she's got a news presenter or she's, something. She's got a platform for, not just a blog, but she's got a platform for like diverse motherhood. Um, and oh, she's, well, also she's writing, a mummy blogger. And she's also written a, uh, a book which is coming out soon. Um, and basically she has had um, an experience where she had like basically poor care from the midwife like during her labour and she developed like sepsis afterwards. Anyway, she came on um, Clemmie's uh, podcast to basically talk about black women and the stats around maternal deaths with black women in the UK and stuff like that. And Clary had it on the blog, on the on the podcast, and was just like, you know, had the little conversation. And then she was secretly basically slagging her off, saying that she's very aggressive and anytime someone tries to raise it, all she does is bring up the whole race thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, thing. yeah, she, yeah, she used a race of weapon. She includes her social climbing did all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah so basically, of... she wrote her on the podcast and was smiling up to her face, but behind her back, she was slagging her off on the, um, whatever site that she used to slag off her husband. And then, Kalechi, like, obviously came, came for her. 
And Clemmy supporters managed to get Kalechi blocked and deleted off Instagram or removed her account and removed off Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and Kalechi was like, this is peak whiteness because the I racist white fantastic. woman has not been removed from Instagram. I but me, have, I have been removed from Instagram for calling out her racism. <laughs> Can you believe it? I think that's just amazing. They're basically like, oh, poor white woman. Oh, don't worry, mate. It's all right. We all, we all troll. The best of us. And that, and no, but it's wild. I was reading the comments on her post and people were saying, oh, we've all made mistakes. Um, but these are the trolls. Do you see? They're outing themselves. Because my, my... Oh, no. Well, they're probably not. But my thing is... Uh, sorry, one aside, though. I do think... Don't you think being a troll would be liberating, though? I feel like it would be. No. You don't no. think I don't, it would be? I've, I don't know if I've ever been afraid to say anything online. <laughs> There's never been anything you wanted to say and just felt yeah. like you yeah. couldn't say it with your face. Nah, you, yes, 100%. 100%. Oh yeah, there's lots, there's lots that even, I mean, I'm the king this of fence sitting, right? Imagine if all the things that I had you thought about and didn't say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All, of, ten, all of today's uncensored, uncensored yeah, but, opinions. Yeah. How do you know I've not got that account? Or even people that you just didn't really like low key. Yeah, but you don't really have anything to get them with. I guess my solution wouldn't be to like, no, 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 that wouldn't social. be my solution. But that's why I think someone like, because Donald Trump is a real life troll, right? He just basically says the maddest things, but just in real life. But he has absolute freedom to say anything he wants to say to anybody. Mm-hmm. And there's no backlash. Because like, he's, he's, he's above backlash now. It's above him now. Like he doesn't, he's a, he doesn't have to worry about backlash. So I just think it's something hilarious about like being a troll. Like not say I want to be a troll, but just, I think, I think what's happened in my opinion is that troll culture has a right has arisen as a as a answer as an answer to pc culture what or what they perceive as pc culture so they see all right everyone has to be politically correct i can't say what i want to say i can't say anything anymore so i'm just gonna become a troll and it just seems like that's what's whoa sneeze sorry guys this is the cold episode so at least two of us are are deeply ill um but i think it's i think it's arisen as a as a as an answer to that Obviously, in this woman's case, it didn't really make sense because she was like, well, people were trolling my family, so I decided to come for other people's family, which doesn't make sense. It wasn't the people that were trolling her. it was her trolling her family. Like... But then she trolled her own family. <laughs> it's even more stupid. It's a, it makes no sense, bruv. The whole story is just baffling to me. So these, people trolled my people family. These people were trolling my family. So I just By these up. people, do you mean you? No, no. She's saying like, if anyone was going to troll, you know, when you know, in like in um, Chappelle with, with the with the race back was like, if anyone's going to be having sex with my sister, it's going to be me. It's like him saying, it's like them basically saying, if anyone was going to troll my family, it's, it's going to be, be me. me. <laughs> I, I would have I wouldn't have gone for that example. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I would have just <laughs> said if anyone's gonna bully my siblings or something, yeah, you know, or like, or like safer the, or the Cat Williams joke of like, how do you fight with people who want to die? <laughs> you kill me, I kill me. Fair. Yeah, that was more along the lines. Yeah. Than the, it's, it's the only thing I could think of. I, I, I think this episode <laughs> could be called jokes we couldn't land <laughs> I just think it is because I want I want everyone to know it's not just me <laughs> yeah fair. jokes it was a collective that we couldn't land singing yeah. through jokes we couldn't land yeah we sang well though we did we sang very well yeah I just think I just think it's and mm, she is tweeting the head of Instagram to be like this is how your platform encourage, like encourages white supremacy and racism and I'm like do the people who are in are, who are in charge of these social media platforms have that much like they don't really have anything to do with the little day-to-day goings on no of course not so here at here at instagram we have a number of reports coming in daily and we have very strict 
algorithms in place <laughs> to safeguard our users against uh, all forms of bullying and hate speech. Um, these reports and uh, allegations that are made are reviewed by an independent panel um, <laughs> who will, um, you know, independently look into review. the situation, review all details, and then they will turn their findings over to another independent board <laughs> who will um, review and then reveal their findings to 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 us um, at which point we'll be able to comment on a, a on this situation but um, as for as for in this in this in this present moment um, you know there's there's not much more that we can that can be said here apart from you know everything that we have stated already wow you wrote uh, their PR statement yeah amazing and, and that's literally what it is <laughs> Because I'm just like, you're tweeting the head of Instagram. The head of Instagram, I don't care. You don't care, bruv. No, no, but... No, but so, the thing is, so if they get here, enough... Here but, no, she's right, though. If you get enough smoke... Here at Instagram, we do care about each and every one of our users <laughs> and, you know, your wellness. And we do take all complaints seriously. Yeah. Um, you will now be held in a queue uh, where you'll be hearing <laughs> some hold music. You are number 1,000. Well, yeah, <laughs> number 1,897 in a queue. And we do close in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, feel, I think it's dread. Do you know what I think is dread? Is, will she get all her followers back if she loses all her followers know. that is dread yeah cause that's her money but- tell us from the plantation volume 22 thank you for listening don't forget to follow us at, on Instagram at tells from the plantation Facebook tells from the plantation Twitter at plantation tells um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts Spotify um, SoundCloud Stitcher TuneIn anywhere you can get good podcasts don't forget to send your tales of everyday racism that you've experienced to tales from the plantation at gmail.com thank you all so much for listening and once again shout out to Esther because you asked for it we're out follow me at TFTP underscore today on all Instagram and uh, Twitter thanks don't follow Nezio buttons because they don't want to be followed I'm a little bag and I'm just going to add my little one piece listen he didn't give me a chance in the first one so I'm going to take it <laughs> So now we've come to the end of the road. Still I can't go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. To the end of the road. Still I can't go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're welcome.